is the Mainly Plants Podcast. My name is Ryan Furman. I am a certified plant-based nutritionist and personal trainer. The website is mainlyplants.com. Social media at Mainly Plants. You can get a hold of me there through DM or through the website or email me, ryan at mainlyplants.com. Um, rate and review the podcast. I really appreciate it. Uh, you can do that on iTunes, uh, and it's super easy to do. Just pause it, go over real quick to where you found the podcast, and uh, go ahead and give us uh, the appropriate amount of stars, which, of course, is going to be five. Um, also, Amazon shopping needs. Uh, Amazon.com slash mainly plants. Helps me continue to keep the podcast for free. You guys have been doing awesome with that. I certainly appreciate it. And finally... Um, the t-shirts you guys have been buying them which is fucking fantastic um, some really cool designs on there I think I uploaded a new one recently it might have been since since the last podcast but anyway um, you can go over to mainlyplants.com click on shop mainly plants it'll take you directly to the Amazon page with all the styles on there um, and they're all prime so you don't have to pay shipping if you are a prime member and you get them faster also, um, you can also just go over to uh, Amazon.com and type in Esselstein T-shirt, and it'll bring you to the Esselstein T, and then it'll have an area where you can click to on mainly plans to find all the rest of the T-shirts. If you have any problems finding the T-shirts and um, you want to get one, just let me know. I'll send you a direct link through email or through direct message on social media. Also, um, I know Prime has certain weird places that not that the places are weird but they have certain weird restrictions on where they're shipped to internationally so if you are international and you can't get a shirt but want one send me an email we can work something out i can have it shipped to me and then i can ship it to you so that's not a problem um i think that was all the housekeeping we had to do today um so last week i mentioned that i was doing a juice fast this week and i did and i do one every year um, sometime usually in March, kind of to gear up for, you know, spring cleaning. I also go through all of my old clothes, and if I haven't worn the clothes in the past year, um, they get thrown into a bag and taken to either donation or to um, one of the local stores that will buy secondhand. Um, it's just nice to clean all that shit out, especially your colon with a juice cleanse. Um, you know, I talked about last week how there are some dangers with juicing and um, some some stuff you need to, to watch out for. But I love them. I love doing them. They can be very beneficial. If you're thinking about doing one and you've never done one before, please get a hold of me because um, you, you need to have somebody walk you through it for success. I did mine for three days and then the rest of the week I've been eating raw. So what happens is I will juice a ton and I have like an old Jack LaLanne juicer it's not that old. It's probably six, seven years old, something like that. I don't know. I got it at Costco for a hundred bucks, and it works fine. It's not a cold press juicer, which is a bummer. Um, it's centrifugal, which aren't as good because they they heat up the nutrients, so you, you do lose some nutrient um, density with them. But juicing, I forget every year how much of a pain in the ass using this particular juicer is. I've never used another juicer, so I don't know if it's as big of a pain in the ass. But I made two pitchers full, two big pitchers full, and I finished those off in three days. And then 
you know, with about a glass to th two glasses of juice left, I will start incorporating raw foods, you know, to raw tomatoes, cucumbers, just to get my body used to eating solids again. And then from there, you know, back to eating salads and stuff like that. So uh, today is Friday. I am going to be having uh, my last little bit of raw food this afternoon. Then I'll go on to cook stuff um, tonight and this weekend. I feel great. My energy levels were fantastic. You know, it's it's pretty tough. You have to get past the first 24 to 36 hours. And then once you're past that, it's easy. But you you know initially you get hungry and and it's more of a mental game because you miss the ritual of preparing food you miss eating food you miss having taste you know you miss munching on stuff snacking so when you get past the mental aspect it's really not that difficult and I still work out on the juice fast it's I have the, you know just the same amount of oh excuse me just the same amount of energy I always seem to have a hiccup during the middle of the podcast. I was have the same. I have the same amount of energy. Uh, I sleep great. You might notice in the first day or two that you have headaches. That's kind of your body just adjusting. What's happening when you're juicing is you're forcing your body to. First of all, you're 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 forcing it to live with severely restricted calories. You know, I had maybe between two and five hundred calories a day. So it's really not that much. So you're forcing it to, 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 to go to its reserves for energy. So you're stored fat for energy. And it takes a little bit to get it there. So you're kind of, you know, you're changing the train tracks. So headaches are a normal thing for detox. <clears throat> but I love it. I feel great. I recommend everybody try it. It's really not that hard, and I've never heard anybody get to the end of a juice fast and say, I wish I hadn't done that. So if you're interested, let me know. <clears throat> but in the in the spirit of it being spring now, and spring cleaning, and the juice fast, and going through your closets, and getting rid of all the old clothes, and getting rid of all the stuff that you don't need in your house, I wanted to do kind of a reboot with the podcast in terms of information. So what I mean by that is kind of just get back to the basics. You know, we've come a long ways. Uh, if I pull up, I want to pull up the podcast on iTunes. Give me just a, oh, give me just a second here. Mainly plants podcast. And we have what we're on. So this is the 86th podcast. And we've covered everything from like juicing, like I talked about, to protein, to, to B12, sweeteners, dairy, soy, oils, nootropics, you know, chicken and poultry, lectins, and everything in between. So we've covered a ton of stuff. And what I want to do is just kind of get you back to the basics of what the plant-based diet is all about and the basic information that you need to know and carry with you on a daily basis. Okay, so I have a bunch of notes here that if you're listening and you're you're at home and you're not doing much, um, go ahead and write down because they're handy to have and they will answer some basic questions um, that newbies and beginners might have. And it's always good to just go back and look at these, you know, when you get further away from the, ba from the basics. So let's get on with it. Protein. 
the protein that you need daily in your life should be roughly 8 to 10% of your total calories. Now, in excess of animal protein is a promotion of cancer and diabetes, type 2 diabetes, and a whole host of other diseases and disorders. Even diseases and disorders of the brain that were previously thought to be hereditary, like dementia, Alzheimer's. Um, veggie proteins in excess does not promote cancer. Vegetables in excess actually fight and reverse can reverse these diseases and disorders. Now, uh, I don't know how many of you have seen Forks Over Knives, the movie. If you haven't seen it, go and watch it. It is fundamental. If you have watched it, you might remember um, this part in the movie that exemplifies this point of when they did the casein pro, um, study in rats. Now, casein is a type of animal protein. You can actually buy, you know, there's whey protein shakes. You can get casein um, shakes, powder. And they, they did a study where they had these rats and they fed them a diet. And when they increased the casein in their diets to 20% and higher, they literally turned on the cancer gene expression in these rats. And when they dropped that casein percentage in their diets down, the cancer gene shut off. So you can literally manipulate your genes by what you eat. Now, <clears throat> animal protein, like I said, <coughs> elevates cholesterol, promotes heart disease, which is the number one killer of people in the United States. So just by changing your diet, you are greatly reducing your risk of a premature death. It, animal protein also increases the chances of things like osteoporosis and osteopenia. It can initiate type 2 diabetes, or type, well, type 2 also, but type 1 diabetes. So you, if you have the diet, which is type 2 1 diabetes is the genetic diabetes. And if you have that gene in you, you can actually help prevent yourself from expressing that gene, meaning um, actively having type 1 diabetes by consuming a whole food plant-based diet. Conversely, if you have animal protein in excess, it can turn on that type 1 diabetes. <clears throat> it can increase production of growth hormones and increase the rate of di division of cells, which lead to cancer development. It can also, like I said, formulate Alzheimer's and kidney stones, bad skin, bad breath, GERD, you know, gastrointestinal issues, um, leaky gut, just a whole host of other bullshit that you're not going to want to deal with. And your wallet's not going to want to deal with either. So another reason to get on the, the whole food plant-based diet. Now, like I said, plant proteins do the opposite. They, they help fight and have shown to potentially reverse a lot of these disorders. Now, the recommended daily amount of protein is 0.8 grams for every 2.2 pounds of body weight. That's equal to one kilogram. So 0.8 grams for one kilo or 0.8 grams for every 2.2 pounds of body weight. I am uh, 195 pounds. And if we do the math, let me pull up my calculator. Remember when they said that, you know, you're not gonna have a calculator in your pocket, so you need to know your division and multiplication tables. That was a bunch of bullshit, huh? So I'm 195 pounds. I divide that by 2.2 and I multiply it by point, oops, oh, I hit the wrong one. Okay, 195 divided by 2.2 times 
So that's about 71 grams of protein a day. That's so easy to get on a whole food plant-based diet, provided I'm eating. I eat when I'm hungry, and I get plenty. I get plenty of protein. Um, it's super easy to do. Now, that, that myth that you've heard that you need one to two grams per pound of body weight if you want to build and maintain muscle is just bullshit that was perpetuated by personal trainers in you know LA Fitness and Pure Fitness and 24-Hour Fitness and all these big box gyms that just don't know what the fuck they're talking about. It's nonsense, really. Um, in the United States, 70 to 80% of protein consumed is animal protein. And we have the highest mortality from diseases of affluence. Now, diseases of affluence are diseases that you get from eating bullshit. The diseases that you get from eating the standard American diet, um, like type 2 diabetes, like um, a lot of cancers. So, um, it, it, the, the protein intake that we consume is 10 times greater than in rural China, where they have shown to have these, you know, certain blue zones where they have the lowest cancer rates and the highest longevity. So, there's a correlation there. Eating animals will kill you prematurely, and painfully also. It's not a happy, easy transition to, you know, whatever lies beneath or beyond this this life. Now, um, likewise, a higher cholesterol level is correlated to higher rate of diseases of affluence. Now, the Chinese high. Now, I bring up the Chinese because. There's a study done called the China study that was very extensive. If you haven't ever heard of it, if you don't know about it, Google it because it's, you know, I don't want to do it in injustice, but it was a huge study done. Um, our cholesterol, the Chinese high levels of cholesterol is near the U.S. low, meaning they have incredibly low levels of cholesterol in China, specifically rural China compared to the United States. Now, in the United States, we have quote-unquote low-fat meals, right? Now, 25 to 30% of calories in these low-fat meals are from fat. And 35% of total calories in 2% milk are fat. 21% of total calories in 1% milk are fat. So, there's a lot of added extra fat, animal fat, in quote-unquote low-fat diets. So the, my point is you should, not be, you should not be going for these fad diets, right? These Jenny Craig where you count points or Weight Watchers or whatever the, whatever the hot one of the moment is. I saw a funny commercial that said, do you keep waking up saying now is the day to lose weight? but nothing ever happens, well, now's the day. And it was like, you know, some some big box um, weight loss company. But it's like you, you're pretty much, they're pretty much telling you that nothing, nothing's going to happen in the long run. You're saying now's the day and nothing happens, and they're saying, well, now's the day. It's not the day. The day is when you switch to a whole food plant-based diet because it's not a, it's not, you're not on a diet, it's your new diet. It's a way of living it's super easy to do once you make the transition and you don't have to deal with all this bullshit. I mean, you're constantly bombarded with fast food commercials and weight loss commercials. And then you wonder why 
the United States is so sick. And you walk outside and everybody's fucking fat and overweight. It's because of this bullshit. We eat like crap. And then we take pills to combat the sickness that we get from eating like shit. And we have to take other pills to combat the side effects of the original pills. And then so on down the line. Instead of just getting to the root of the problem. Now, plants help decrease estrogen levels. Which reduces the risk of breast cancer. So, and, and men can get breast cancer also. Don't get it twisted. If you have a lot of, you know, um, animal protein and there's hormones in that, even if you're a man, you can get breast cancer and you're increasing your, your uh, chances of it. Now, dietary fiber is only found in plants. So if you... You know, if, if you're listening to this or if you know somebody and they have, you know, a hard time going to the bathroom and they barely eat any vegetables, that's the reason. 100% of your dietary fiber comes from plants. There is 0.000000 repeating um, fiber in animal products. There's none in cheese. There's none in milk, yogurt, beef, chicken. I don't care what. If it comes from an animal, there's no, pro, there's no fiber in it. High fiber diets are associated with less colon and rectal cancer. Now, you know, you might be thinking, you've heard of people with protein deficiencies. I've never known anybody with protein deficiency. I've never had a protein deficiency. I've never seen a report of somebody with a protein deficiency. In fact, I think it's something like 90 some odd, 90 some odd percent of United States citizens um, get enough protein in their daily lives. And those who don't are generally homeless. Conversely, something like 93% of United States citizens do not get enough fiber, actually have a fiber deficiency. But you never hear somebody arguing about fiber deficiency. You only hear people arguing about protein deficiency because we've been brainwashed to believe this nonsense because, you know, the USDA and the FDA want to push drugs and want to push meat because they want to keep people sick. I sound like a conspiracy theorist. I swear to God. I'm sorry. That's not what this podcast is about. But it is a part of what's going on. You know, if you do your research, if you've listened to the podcast for long enough, I've given you facts about people who've gone from the USDA to, you know, people who are working on the bills for for our um, you know, United States Senate. And you know, pretty much they're inside. Pe- anyway, I don't want to get into it. It's just going to piss me off. Uh, where was I? Okay, back to the facts. Chinese caloric intake is 30% more than in the United States, but their body weight is 20% lower. Now, how is that possible? Their caloric intake is 30% more, but their body weight is 20% lower. Well, number one, they exercise more. And this is in no level order of importance. But number two... They're eating more plants. So you're not, I mean, you're not getting a shitload of, of, you know, saturated fat. And you're not getting that animal protein. You're not getting, you know, they don't eat a lot of refined carbs. You're not getting a lot of refined carbs. So basically what they're eating, they're burning off. I mean, we can learn a lot. All we have to do is open our eyes. So... You know, 
it's all about nutrition, right? Now, nutrition defined is the biologically holistic process by which elements of food and water are used by the body. But if you think about it further, it is the highly integrated reactions and events of countless food chemicals working together in a symphony within your body. Now, nutri nutrients assist in creating and restoring health. Now, there's two types of nutri uh, nutrients. You've heard people talk about them, macros and micros. Macros are fats, carbs, and protein. Okay, You've heard people say, I need to track my, my macros. No, you don't need to track your macros unless you're a figure, figure uh, bodybuilder and you need to like you know shred down before a competition. If you're a normal person, leading an everyday life, want to be healthy, you don't need to track your macros or micros. So your fats and your carbs are used for energy. They're what fuel the body. Your protein helps create tissue, enzymes, hormones. Um, so your macros are a very important part. However, your micros are very important also. And your micros are your vitamins and minerals. Vitamins are basically essential elements in very tiny amounts that you're ingesting. Now, minerals are inorganic elements that maintain your pH balance and provide um, support structures to your body. So both of them are of equal importance. However, you hear people put so much emphasis on protein, on their macros. But without your micros, all you're going to do is get sick. And all the things that your macros build and you know help fuel your body, basically, if you think about it, your macros are kind of like big picture items. Energy and tissue, hormones, the big stuff, right? Your glamour stuff. Your micros are what helps support all those things. So you really need to get quality amounts of both macros and micros. Now, water is 60 to 70% of your body mass. And fruits and vegetables are made up of 80, 80 to 90% water. So what I'm saying, when I bring that up is by eating fruits and vegetables, by eating plant-based, you are giving your body the water that it needs to survive, the water that it is, that it's comprised of. So many people are, are dehydrated. So many people put a lot of emphasis on drinking enough water, but do not put an emphasis on eating enough plants. Okay, so I think that's enough um, enough basic facts for you for today. I don't want to overload you with just random facts, but I really want you to think about what we talked about today. Go back and listen to it again if you weren't taking notes. And the second time, take a couple notes. Write a couple key things down. Put them on your refrigerator so you see them every day, especially where you go to get your food. So you can see how important it is to eat a whole food plant-based diet. You know, how vital these nutrients are in keeping your body healthy and fighting off disease and fighting off, you know, we are constantly bombarded all day long by pollutants, pollutants from cars, you know, from bird shit. Um, you know, you think about it, you know, you walk by a, a, an apartment complex or walk down the street and somebody's, you know, using a leaf blower, they're blowing up a lot of, a lot of garbage in your face and it permeates in the air and it lingers there and you breathe it in. And, you know, it's not just what we eat to prevent us from getting sick because of other foods, meaning, you know, we eat plant, plants and vegetables um, to keep us healthy instead of eating 
you know, meat and dairy and stuff like that. But it's also we eat quality plants to help fight exterior pollutants. You know, everything that you do in your daily life is either fighting disease or it is um, causing disease within your body. So it's all about mitigating the things that cause disease and disorder and increasing as much as possible without going crazy, the things that will help prevent disease and disorder. So things like exercise, sunshine, quality whole food plant-based diet, and sleep. Don't forget sleep. Sleep's very, very important. Sleep's very underrated. You need to get good quality sleep. So also remember that 80% of your immune system is in your gut. You gotta keep your gut healthy to keep the rest of your body healthy, which means you have to eat quality foods. You have to eat a whole food plant-based diet and you have to eat some probiotics. Things like kimchi or, or um, uh, quality pickles. The pickles that you find in the refrigerated section are what I'm talking about. The ones that are not refrigerated in the grocery store are not probiotic rich. They're not going to do anything for you. Um, kombucha is another great one. There's a lot of... Um, tempeh is another good one. There's a lot of things out there with, with probiotics in it. So... If you have any questions, comments, concerns, please get a hold of me. Please go rate and review. Please, if you're interested in the t-shirts, go check them out and all that good stuff that we talked about earlier. And until next week, go eat a salad.